0: Welcome to Elevations, Perspectives on Science, Technology, Education, and the Arts. I'm Amy Reynolds. We're talking today with Dr. Gretchen Hoke, an assistant professor in the School of Media and Journalism at Kent State University. Dr. Hoke is a former news reporter whose research focuses on the mental trauma that journalists face in covering difficult stories. Welcome, Gretchen. Thank you for having me. So tell us what trauma journalism is. Sure. I think
1: that's not an unusual question, I think, because most people probably don't think of journalists as being in the category of people who might be traumatized, or lack of a better way to put it. So what I do and what I try to do with my work is really illuminate people to the idea that journalists can be traumatized by the stories that they cover even though the sort of um, reputation or the idea of what a journalist is kind of includes this idea that journalists are you know detached and just observers of the news and therefore don't feel any emotion related to what they're covering. The real fact is, is that they absolutely do feel emotion related to what they cover. For example, I spoke with a young photographer who worked for a TV station in Houston during Hurricane Harvey, and she was very inexperienced. This was her first job. And for the most part, she had been covering sports and, and features and, and lighter news. So she was sent out to get video of a home where someone had passed away, someone who had stayed because of the or stayed during the flooding So when she got there, she was getting video and unbeknownst to her, they had not yet removed this woman's body from the house. So as she's getting video, she sees them pull the body from the home. And according to her, she just completely kind of disconnected, disassociated, stopped in her tracks, uh, couldn't believe what she was seeing because she had never seen a body before. So she was shaking and um, and began to, you know, really not be able to to control herself. So she ran back to the car. Burst into tears, And um, fortunately was encouraged to come back to her station where she had a lot of co-workers who were um, very caring and they did a lot to try to help her talk about what she saw, talk about what she was feeling. And um, when I spoke to her several weeks after this incident had happened, she was still Seeing that still dreaming about it, still getting um, you know a quick heartbeat when she was you know thinking about it, still having trouble sort of shaking that particular moment. how did you get into this type of research? It was really sort of um, self serving I think I was a police beat reporter for a long time, and I would very much react very strongly to stories that I would cover. certain ones would just really hit me, and it would be hard for me to kind of shake them off for lack of a better way to put it and So when I got out of news and I was looking for, you know, my research area, if you will, when I got into grad school, I kind of wanted to know if I was the only one, you know, was I weird? Was I not able to handle it? You know, why did my other colleagues not seem to be bothered by stories that they were covering? So as I kind of started to dig into the research, I realized there wasn't. A whole lot about it. But there were just a handful of articles suggesting that reporters can be traumatized by their work. And that kind of was what I needed to sort of open the door to explore it more because I wanted to answer the questions for myself. And then as I got more into it and became more passionate about it, it became my goal to answer those questions for everyone and and sort of spread awareness. So it started as a wanting to know if I was unusual in some way and blossomed into more of a hey look this is a, a thing and everyone in the news industry needs to understand you know the impact that working
0: in news has on journalists what have you discovered through your research about mental health issues and trauma in journalists it's i think the you know the biggest thing you know maybe the simplest
1: idea is that my research has helped show that it does exist it is a thing and i think that is actually no small feat considering the culture of news work in this country, especially. So just being able to contribute to the dialogue that is now happening in newsrooms across the country that is saying, hey, wait, our journalists can be impacted it has been you know really gratifying from my end but i have discovered through my studies symptoms of post traumatic stress symptoms of depression symptoms of what is called compassion fatigue which is what happens to uh, for example nurses and counselors who are constantly hearing about other people's trauma And some of my research has shown that that happens to journalists as well, which can lead to things like burnout, which is a word that people are probably more familiar with. I've discovered that interviewing, you know, traumatized survivors of perhaps disasters, car wrecks, you know, those those terrible things that can happen that are news that tends to be the most traumatizing thing for journalists. That's the hardest to get over and also the thing that they appear to be least prepared for in terms of emotional impact. So you can't necessarily prevent yourself from having some sort of psychological or emotional reaction to a traumatic incident. But the more you know about it, that can sort of lessen your your symptoms and maybe mitigate some of those and help you recover faster. And what my research has shown is that journalists don't really know anything about that. They don't know how they can be affected by their work. They don't know how to recognize the symptoms. And so... When they are repeatedly interviewing people who are having the worst moments of their life, they're feeling about that and they don't know what to do. And then those symptoms last and they get worse because they aren't treated, for lack of a
0: better way to put it. Are there ways that news organizations, family, friends, peers could support individuals who are dealing with these kinds of issues? Absolutely. And I
1: think that's something that me and, and the other folks who research in this field really focus on is trying to include recommendations for news managers, especially uh, trying to get them to understand that when there are incredibly tough stories that are being covered, for example, um, you know, uh, a mass shooting, you know, something or a, t- a disaster of some sort Obviously, those are kind of the the things that stick out as saying, oh, well, you know, yeah, our, our journalists may be affected by this. Maybe we should have some counselors or maybe we should make sure they have resources. But what we try to do, researchers in this field, try to show that don't just pop up counselors or, or offer up the possibility. The response needs to be more structured. They need to be aware of the symptoms that Journalists can exhibit when they are starting to experience traumatic stress from their work. And there needs to be more robust resources that are not just sort of, you know, here's an emailed list of counselors or, oh, we'll have a counselor stop by if anybody wants to talk to them. They need to be more robust and structured than that so that it becomes an acceptable thing for journalists to use those resources. Because one of the biggest things that happens in newsrooms is there is this stigma still that you shouldn't admit that you are impacted by your work because maybe that means you can't handle your work and maybe that means you shouldn't be here. And so when counselors and sort of you know links to, to different self-help things are put out there, many journalists will not take advantage of them for fear of what it may look like to their peers. So what news managers have to do is create an environment that says, yeah, it's okay to admit that you have been impacted by your work and here are the resources That we've got for you, and we want you to take advantage of them, and we're going to give you time to take advantage of them, and we're going to encourage you to do so. So, from a news manager standpoint, that's really where it needs to be. Friends and family um, obviously, they can help too by simply looking for changes in that person, uh, looking for possible symptoms of, of stress and traumatic stress associated with their job, and encouraging them to talk about it. One of the things that a lot of journalistic research shows is that journalists actually really do like to talk to other journalists about their experiences and about what they're feeling but they usually do that outside of the newsroom so if you can get that circle of friends that will allow a journalist to just kind of talk about what their experiences are but also understand those experiences that can be very helpful too
0: I would imagine acknowledging this is even important in the journalism education process, right, for student journalists to make folks who are moving into a potential career in journalism aware of this too, right? It's not just for the professionals, but also those hoping to move into journalism.
1: Oh, absolutely. And that's something that's also kind of tricky because you... A lot of times the journalism education field thinks that, oh, this is something that they will learn on the job. But then the job says, oh, that that'll be something they'll learn in journalism school. So each side is sort of believing the other side is teaching it. But in fact, no one is teaching it. And so the trick becomes working it into journalistic curriculum in a way that is meaningful and in a way that will at least a little bit, prepare those students who are serious about journalism for getting into the field. We need to focus on trying to give them, giving them those tools to to be able to recognize potential signs of traumatic stress within themselves, and then knowing what to do to kind of help work through those symptoms. So absolutely, it's something we need to Work even more strongly into journalism curriculums uh, or curricula across the country. And that's also something that researchers in this area, along with me,
0: push for. This is such important work. Thanks so much for sharing it with us today.
1: Oh, thank you for the opportunity.
0: We've been speaking with Dr. Gretchen Hoke, an assistant professor in the School of Media and Journalism at Kent State University. Elevations is produced by Joe Gunderman and John Nungesser. I'm Amy Reynolds, Dean of Kent State's College of Communication and Information. Join us every Saturday morning on 89.7 and hear this and past interviews at wksu.org slash
1: elevations.